Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Aim High podcast. Today, I'm here with a friend of mine, Dan Freidenberg. Dan has been in similar groups to me. We have connected on multiple different levels and multiple different occasions. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. It's really great to be here today, bud. It's good to have you, as always. Good seeing you. Dan, for those of the listeners that don't know you, why don't you just tell me about yourself? All right. I sometimes refer to myself as the most confusing figure in all commercial real estate because the way that I came into this is so unusual and weird. I got a background in CRMs. I worked for web.com back in the early 2010s. And uh, I ended up creating a CRM agency, which is about doing all your mass emailing and all that kind of fun stuff. But it's also accepting orders. So if you're selling a book or if you're selling tickets to a an event or if you have a course or something like that, it all involves that. But uh, I've been doing that for real estate companies since 2014. Awesome. Great, man. And I know you with the CRMs, how did you wind up getting into that? Okay. That was my brother was working for the CRM company. And one of the issues though was it wasn't something where it was a good fit for me to jump in. So actually it was funny. The first time I interviewed for it, I didn't get the job because my brother worked for the company. So it was like the opposite of nepotism. But I got involved into it because I was already computer savvy. But really, it was a career change from being a teacher. I'd already lived in Taiwan for seven years. And the thing I liked about it is it put me in touch with all sorts of online entrepreneurs. And it just like the allure of Shark Tank like any of those types of shows, it's exciting to see a business that actually grows legs and figure out what is that secret sauce that eludes so many people. It's it's like something like 90% of small businesses end up closing within a couple of years. It's like something outrageously high like that. So it's like, what is it? Is it that people are out to lunch? Is it like they have false expectations? What is it? And so when I got to talk to these guys that were making seven figures or more in revenue each year, and I got the idea of saying, hey, what? I've got them on the phone. If we've got a minute, I'll ask it. So what exactly is it that you do? Because in the back of my head, I'm thinking, because you're doing it very successfully, it appears. So how's that work? And of course, it's not as simple as it seems, but... Uh, it's quite a weird way to get into this business, but that was single family. And that also helped me leapfrog into commercial, which is what makes that particularly weird. Yeah. But you know what? You do it. You're doing it well. We'll get into the 506B.me, which guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, definitely check out that, that QR code that's in the upper right-hand corner of Dan's screen. But Dan, let's talk about what are you working on right now? The weird way that I got into what I'm up to is through these different mass marketing 
this experience with the CRMs, building the different funnels that real estate investors and syndicators need to build, I ended up getting into more or less of a compliance role. But I also realized that uh, because CRMs are pretty boring, if I was to continue, I'd have to get my marketing really on point. And I knew that my real play, because I'd already found out if you have a high salary or high wage, you're paying more in tax than anybody else. And so what hit me is then how do I pivot? You know what? Let's just continue on because I can just drop all this in and edit it later on. So let's just continue on with what you're working on now and then how you were pivoting. What I'm working on right now, it really has to do with the entire direction of my podcast, which is on dandoesdeals.com. They're called Chance Encounters. And one of the things is because I'm Canadian and so I'm not a citizen, it means that I've I've got to be even more careful with my compliance than the next guy because I'm really easy to shut down and this is a very competitive industry. So if I'm going to be working that hard, I got to make sure that it's going to be okay. So the biggest thing is I knew that I had to get in these relationships with syndicators and investors. And so I had to have a legitimate way and reason for doing that, even if I was suspected of enticing investors or something like that. So I didn't have any 506B deals while I was doing it. So it was great. It was all hunky-dory. And I ended up interviewing a few hundred investors. And that's that whole process of me trying to streamline the partnership building process, it I think it's garnered a lot of popularity for the Chance Encounters podcast because people know that I'm vetting people in real time. I'm asking them the exact questions that I need answers to if I'm going to be certain that it's worth introducing them to my business. And if they're going to share their private deals with me, we both have to be careful that we know each other's level of sophistication, appetite for risk and things like that, which is a little bit more than you get in a typical podcast, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And having been a guest on your podcast, I know exactly how deep you go into that. And it's a fantastic way that you do it. I love the six-sided die routine. It's a great prop and it summarizes everything. That's absolutely (laughs) awesome, man. Obviously, your niche is the commercial space. But let's talk about a little bit more what 506B.me actually is. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. As I mentioned about the podcast itself, I've got these 15-minute interview formats, and I use it as the backbone for a documentation CRM style. It, It really piggybacks off of your CRM software. So the idea was, as a guy who's set up all of these different funnels in CRMs, like drip campaigns and, and more complex things than that, what hit me is, okay, if I were actually responsible for not only documenting a person's information, but also somehow have documentation that I knew their level of sophistication, appetite for risk, and core competencies, that's much more of a challenge. 
it hit me is like, how can I do everything that I would do if somebody hired me on as their six figure CTO or director of technology or whatever it is? How do I get as much of the effect of me being on staff with as small of a price and as small of actual time commitment as humanly possible? That's where 506B came came from. I wanted to make it so that uh, people have a profile. And when people visit that profile, there's documented proof that person actually learned about how a deal works and how you fit into it and you have some sort of level of understanding of their level of sophistication so that's what 506 bme is about and streamlining it technologically with qr codes and the advantages of that yeah fantastic you're brilliant dude it's absolutely brilliant it's a fantastic premise the back just i just looking at it it's really a great tool for somebody who's looking to invest and create a 506B type of compliance. Man, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what's on the horizon? Right now, it's I've been I've been doing a lot of work with Angel Williams and Jason Williams down in Wichita Falls, Texas. One of the biggest ones, me being the remote-based tech guy and making sure that we're getting more and more people coming into our orbit and ecosystem. One of the most fun things we do is at 11 a.m. Eastern every Friday, we have a show called the REI Rocks Review, and that's streamed live to YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And what we do is we review summit presentations. Sometimes they're roundtables. Sometimes they're panel discussions. And we review them at one and a half times playback speed. And then we pause it when we have something clever to say. And the thing that I really like about it is that means that we get people who have these very well-prepared presentations. And then me, if if I've got a cold, I'm just feeling under the weather or something, the show can still go on and it's not resting on my effort. So I, I think it's really fun. And I think that it's, it's a level of discussion on commercial real estate and what it's like being a full-time syndicator that I don't think you, you get too much of it online. Not many people until they're in the thick of it, do they realize I have to figure out mindset to make sure that I've got the sustainability to make all of this sort of thing work. But we can get a lot of latitude with that sort of thing and dig real deep on that. So that's one thing I'm excited about that we're doing out of Wichita Falls, Texas. Awesome, man. Let's talk about the one thing you learned as you started to increase your. The number one thing has to be networking, 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 networking. I'm a tech guy. Tech guys are antisocial. I got a wife. I got kids. And the thing is, they like to have time with their dad. And I've been more than happy to spend that time with them. Like they say that work-life balance is impossible. I still thought even to my late 30s, that wasn't true. I was like, okay, I can still do it. I can still be Superman and pull it all off. But 
What I realized was the actual price was networking. I was failing to network. And when you do that, it is costing you with dividends. Like I'm like, it's, again and again you got that compound interest on how much it costs you you have to keep networking constantly because only people have finances that's right there and you know what i I can't tell you how many deals i found just because i asked the right person the right question at the right time that i had never met before Mm -hmm. yeah great all right dan are you ready we're going to move on to the soaring four these are the same four questions that i ask every guest they're the four question that can help someone new starting out achieve new heights. You ready? Go ready. for it. Okay, here we go. What is something that you use to keep you motivated? The biggest thing to keep me motivated is make sure that I've got some sort of passion for what's going on. So it has to check a lot of boxes, especially it has to have something like I was saying this earlier today. I really like the idea behind Chinese water torture because being just doing a little tap like yeah. once a day for years in a row, it's like, that's something that's pretty manageable. As long as you know, that that's the name of the game. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to use a bunch of strength. Just give them a little tap. That's the one thing that I really like to do. And the things that, I think really make a difference. Just lots of intentionality. And the more boxes it checks, the more passionate I'm going to be to get out of bed and do it. And I find that everybody, if they're procrastinating, it's because they're lacking that in their lives. Yeah. Agreed, man. Moving on. What is one thing that you learned that completely changed your mindset? You could say arbitrage is one of them. It's like there's been so many because I've fixed on, I've fixated on whatever I don't know for most of my life. It's just whenever, like when I went to university, I was looking at, okay, so these are the different faculties. These are the types of degrees or the different majors you can have. And then, so I not only look at it as, okay, so what's the quick version of what that's all about, but I'd also be interested in, okay, so there seems to be a gap between this subject and that subject. So like physics and chemistry is one of the best, most obvious examples. And I'd be looking in between and saying, hey, what is it that there's disagreement about? I've always done that. And so I've always sought out those ideas that were really changing. And the idea of arbitrage and trading within a band and then understanding that there's no such thing as a market where a real estate professional can't make money. Like you you have to solve that riddle. And once you do, you've really got it. Right. (laughs) Fantastic. Arbitrage is one of my favorite words, man. You can do this if you're just like, so arbitrage, for those who are listening, don't understand what that word is. It's the difference between two price points of the same object. For example, an analogy is if you go into Ross or Burlington and you buy a pair of jeans, and when before you buy them, you scan and on Amazon and find out that you can sell them online for 10 to $15 more, you buy 30 pair and you sell them all and you make $15 per pair. That's arbitrage. So what you bought it for is lower than what you sold it for. Very simply put, that's a very mm-hmm. simple analogy, but yeah, that's great. And it's a lot better when it's with loans. So the idea great. being like, 
you can borrow at 3%, but you can make seven. So the 4% yeah. difference is what you make. And that's the game that the financiers are doing. Absolutely. And cash value life insurance policy is a prime example of that. That's something that I preach and teach my clients, my consulting students as well. Yeah, man. So what is something that keeps you on track? So I, my team is the biggest one, but self-awareness is something that I've focused on for 24 years, something like that. Just understanding like where I actually stand in the world is a huge part. And then just like understanding your situation, like those are really the two sides of that have to be going on all the time. But, uh, but having a great team, or uh, if you have a, a mastermind group of peers, those are all great ways that in the past uh, I've made some real growth and been really successful. It's just having people where they'll call you on your BS, they'll keep you going on because they, they know the games that egos can play on people. And it, it's like, no, you can't be coming here saying, it's like, okay, I got to make this my priority. You've been saying I got to make this pri- my priority for three months. And unless we see some sort of action on here, that needs to go to the bottom of the list. You know, like you need some tough love and accountability from people. And those are the places I usually find. Absolutely. It's one of the reasons that I still have a coach. I started out in, in real estate. I had a coach, joined a coaching program, moved on, got bigger, got another coach, somebody who was higher than me, always looking for that person to hold me accountable as we progress. So mm-hmm. great point. And oh, by the way, having kids, huge accountability partner on there, right? Hey, daddy, you got fat, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then the final question, Dan, is what is one thing that if you had to start over, you would change? Yeah, it goes back to the networking thing. It's if you fail to invest in your network, then you know everything else is going to pay the price at some point. It, it's like you could call you you could say that the job market is based off of nepotism. I'm not sure it's that bad, but it really is a lot easier to take a flyer on someone who you have some sort of connection with yeah. than a complete stranger where all you've ever seen is the, the word document of their resume. Yeah. So that's a good point. Man. Great point. <laughs> Dan, it has absolutely been a pleasure having you on here. I really appreciate your time. I know you're really busy. Thank you very much again. And guys, so Dan, where can somebody look you up if they want to get in touch with you? All right. Best spot would be LinkedIn. I got a distinctive last name, Fradenberg, F-R-A-D-E-N-B-U-R-G-H. And uh, the QR code on my screen, that's for 506 Beamy's FAQ page. So it's just finding out, I was like, okay, does this make any sense for you? It's really for, if you're going to be doing any syndication, you, if you really want to make sure that you have something when the SEC turns around and says, okay, show me all the documentation that you knew all of these friends and family in this 506 B. It's so that you make lives a lot simpler. That's the real idea behind that. So scanning that code or going to 506b.me. If you can't handle that in your browser, I did buy 506bme.com. So you can type that instead if it makes you feel better. It goes to the same place, but that's the play. Awesome. Dan, I love your content. I really appreciate you coming on today. 
Thank you very much once again. Ladies and gentlemen, until we meet again, aim high. Thanks, bud.